welcome to release. Yeah, hi, Halloween. This is Halloween. Yeah. The Halloween season. Uh-huh. Which And we could only get so scary because I'm a scaredy cat. Yeah, your exposure <laughs> is limited. Yeah. And we chose or you chose a movie that it did scare me. I had to look off screen. Oh yeah. A few times. That's the thing is it's like uh it's it's doable for you in a way that I don't think that you're going to think that there's a man coming after you with a drill after. I might have nightmares about this man. Okay. So just because, yeah, I guess let's say what we're talking about. Carnival of Souls, (laughs) directed by Herc Harvey, which I've talked about before, and the fact that it was his like one and only film that he directed, and it's fantastic. Yeah. And it was like super low, but I think it was thirty-three thousand or. 30, yeah, $33,000 to make. It's like an indie horror yeah. movie. And our main star, she was like a model, but she only really did a couple movies, but all horror. All horror that she did. Yeah. Oh, she was kind of like uh, probably one of the original sort of like typecast, you know, because it's like, it still happens today where it's like if you tend to frequent that horror world, then you just sort of get wrapped up in it as an actor, it seems. Yeah, it's interesting. I think she said about this movie, because this became like, you know, she was a bit of an icon when people, when this became like a cult classic or whatever. But uh-huh. she said it was a take the money and run situation because she was like offered another horror movie and she Uh didn't do it and she did this one instead but it's like what was the money yeah right probably three thousand dollars in total yeah it's probably more than she was making as a model oh yeah it could have been yeah she has a she's beautiful she's got a great face yeah i so i'm almost done reading the making of psycho and it's really interesting because this movie is post-Psycho, but it does have Psycho vibes. It does. And I was thinking because it's like Psycho is a movie that I've seen that haunted me, but it is within the realm of movies that I can handle. Yeah. Horror-wise. Well, so Alfred Hitchcock chose to do a movie with a limited budget. Like he, he, he like, he was very, he came at it from an angle of like, how, how can I get away with doing this with the least amount of money at uh, possible? Because he was sort of being like, like his last few movies hadn't done so hot and they were big budget productions like vertigo was not like a huge hit so this was sort of like like movie heads were kind of like i don't know i don't know alfred i don't know hitch 
doesn't seem like you got it anymore. And so he was like, well, just give me a small amount of money and we'll do it for, we'll do it on the cheap. So Psycho was like Alfred Hitchcock's very much on purpose, low budget horror film. Okay. And obviously he had clout. So he was able to get away with, and lots of connections. So he was a way to get away. He he was able to get away with a lot of really fantastic things. Uh, and, you know, obviously, I think it was like his 47th film or some shit like that. So it's not like he wasn't Yeah, because he's been making films since the 20s. Or he was making films since the 20s. Yeah, he was making films in the silent film era. So um, he used all of the crew and all of his people from Alfred Hitchcock Presents, which was television. Oh. Because that show was up and running. And so he shot it in the same way that they were shooting the television series. So then you have like Herc Harvey, which I have not, I haven't done any research on Carnival of Souls, but he's shooting on a low budget because he has to, but still gets away with this really incredible movie. Pulls it it off for, a full like a once and only director right it felt like very sophisticated the way the camera was moving right it did not feel low budget to me at all it looked like a 1960s film he obviously had like really good instincts he's also the scary guy in the movie oh yeah that's right the ghost the ghost or whatever it is one of the souls that's at the carnival yeah in this like tripped out world where this girl is in a car accident this woman this young uh church organist which is like a good touch she's a really cool story right i mean she's she's a church organist who is an atheist yeah yeah apathetic in general right (laughs) oh it's such a cool story like I just watched it today, so I'm like gonna yeah. be mulling it over for a while. But it's yeah. like the apathy that she conveys. Like at one point, she goes to the doctor because she's having these visions of all the, the of this guy in particular. At this yeah. point, he's like showing up everywhere, and he's got this like sort of powdered face, mm-hmm. and he like wide eyed and fucking scary as shit. I mean, he does look me. like a he does look like some sort of ghoul from a silent film. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Stereotypical ghoul. Mm-hmm. And she admits seemingly for the first time out loud that like she doesn't want to be close to any people. Yeah. Like in general. Like huh. he's like, "Don't you want a boyfriend?" and she's like, "No, I don't like being close to people." And I was like, oh, God, man. And they, they get into like some fairly sophisticated like psychology talk yeah. there for a second because yeah. it made me think she is. He's like, do you think like basically do you think you like don't you have like guilt about it? Like, I don't know, almost like worthiness shit. Right. I'm going to be like, which her. is an interesting touch. 
Do you think if I... And having her play the organ, which is such a, like... The yeah. reason why horror movies scare me so much is because all of the music and, like, sounds yeah. that... The cackling and all this stuff, like, really works on me. And, uh-huh. like, fuck me up. Gotcha. And it's, like, to have her playing the organ... So it's like at first you think it's a soundtrack the first time she's playing and then right. you're like, oh, no, she's playing yeah. the organ because that's what she does. It's like, that's fucking brilliant. Yeah. She makes spooky music. Yeah, she makes spooky for, music. For churches. But then she ends up getting fired for making music that's like, I don't know, satanic. Like she's like playing wildly. Ooh, I don't remember that. Really? Yeah. She it's like she's sort of tripping out, like in a fugue state, and she's like playing, and the priest comes in and puts his hands over her hands. Oh. But at first, she thinks it's the ghoul. Right. And she like stops because he like has her hands over his hands yeah. over her hands. And then he like fires her because he's like, you can't play like that in here. And she's just sort of playing wildly. Yeah. But she, I guess there, it's yeah. like of the devil. Yeah. Like no stairway to heaven. Mm-mm. Uh, I need to rewatch it because it has been a while. Well, I could tell you all about it. It's fresh in my mind and going to haunt me. Oh, no. <laughs> I get like uh, when you're talking about get me having dreams about getting killed with a drill. It's like this movie I had a uh, visceral response to. Like at one point, the ghoul is at the bottom of the stair. Yeah. And she like looks down onto like these like sort of spiraling staircase and he's just there. And yeah. I like shuddered. Like I yeah. had like a a true reaction. Yeah. And I actually like stopped the movie then, not just because I was scared, but I was like, what is it about horror movies that some people like love so much? Yeah. And so I looked up some studies about it. Oh, cool. And it seems like they're just like sort of getting they're trying to get out the issue they're not super scientific but it's like the gist that i got is like your brain experiences horror movies as if they're actually happening um and then it's almost like a roller coaster where you're not in maybe enjoying it in the moment as much as you think or maybe some people are but that this idea that like it's like a feat almost like a bravery yeah which is such an interesting thing to think about in the terms of this movie because she's being brave. She's like going to the scene of like where she thinks the, you know, the ghoul is emanating from this like carnival, this like right. defunct carnival, right? To sort of like test her will. She like goes out there by herself, right? And that's almost like what we're doing in even watching horror movies. And there's these ideas that. Or there's this idea out there that um, you do almost like prepare yourself for the moment that you might have, you know, see something unexpected at the bottom of the staircase. Right. Your body is almost like acclimated to it from seeing it potentially. I, it, I have had a very long relationship with horror films. Like, yeah. basically, since I was born. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I've been more scared 
than I have been like recently. And I think it's because oh, wow. I think so it's, you're not desensitized. I think I'm becoming more sensitive to it because mm-hmm. I'm I think I was desensitized pretty immediately. I mean, I will say that like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre was very terrifying for me the first time I saw it, Uh, like very visceral reaction to that movie. And the same with The Shining, which are two very different movies. One is about hauntings and one is about like brutal killings. but and like, I've seen both of these movies, even though I hate horror movies, because I used to just watch yeah. stuff like out of like peer pressure. Oh God, and yeah. Fuck okay. my shit up for like months afterwards. Yeah. So I think that now I'm back to this. I I think what was scary about those to me then was like, oh my God. What if this happened to me? But now I'm like watching these movies, even like really generic ass shit, you know, like I watched Wrong Turn, which is like 2004, an Elijah Dushku vehicle, if you will. <laughs> uh, probably one of like the the better horror movies from that era of horror film, which is like, it's not a torture porn movie. It's more like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like hillbilly, like hunt them down and kill them kind of thing. But that was like the same. There's like the same sort of era as like um, Saw and like Hostel. Oh, okay. But it's like now I'm watching these dumb movies where these people are getting killed senselessly. And I'm like, wait, like they don't really give you a lot of character development but like regardless that's supposed to be a human being that was existing and functioning as a member of society oh you're like thinking it through yeah like that was a girl that i've seen walking down the street Mm -hmm. like i'm putting it into that context now huh yeah, so you're becoming, like, more sensitive instead of less. And, like, I yeah. do think that sometimes that happens. Uh, like, even, like, I'm now, like, scared of heights, and I didn't used to be scared of heights. Yeah. And it's, there's something about, like, I do feel more sensitive as I get older. Yeah. Because maybe, like, your capacity for, like, how fragile life is gets more tangible. Maybe. I guess when you turn 45 and a half, you're more sensitive. <laughs> I mean, I'm definitely super sensitive, but I I always have had that in me. But I used to just like push it just to like almost be like, I'm not going to not do the thing because like I don't want to be like a weenie about it. And like, how is it going to like hurt me really? But it's yeah. like really watching like a really intense horror movie it does hurt me because i will think about it yeah like people get like great pleasure out of it i remember like having like a friend be like that jumping out of your skin feeling is like very yeah enjoyable Uh and i'm like 
I almost like I now having heard that like it is like it happening to you because like adrenaline is still there, like all, like heart rate is still there. Like all this stuff really does happen to you when you see these images. It's almost like we're the we're seeing the you know those people that saw the first like saw a film for the first time and saw, thought the train was going to like oh, come yeah. out of the screen at them. Right. It's yeah. like that doesn't go away even though we you know, see moving images all the time. Right. And are used to them in our world. It's like there still is some of that. Yeah. That like is effective. And obviously filmmakers are good at capitalizing yeah. on the effectiveness of film. And it's like, I'm just really super duper susceptible. But like, I guess you could say the same thing. Like if I see something that talks about like the human psyche in a way that disturbs me, I'll think about that for a long time too. Yeah. But I'll be able to sleep and maybe not so much if I watch like a really fucked up horror movie. I mean, what would you say is the most fucked up horror movie you've ever watched? Well, the last one that really fucked me up that I feel like this is why I like swore off watching horror movies like was uh, The Ring. Oh. And I was in high school or whatever, whatever that was. Uh I can remember the boyfriend I had at the time. Because I was, like, staying at his house, but I was, like, 16 or something. And I watched it at his house, and I remember, like, the next time I took a shower, I, like, really did not want to be alone in the shower. Yeah. But there's nothing you can do about that. And it's interesting because we see her take a bath, and as soon as she got in the bathtub, I'm like, "Uh uh-oh. You know? Like, being, like, vulnerable in that way. And it's, like, I remember when I was a... I don't know, maybe I must have been in eighth grade when the Blair Witch Project came out and I really wanted to see it in theaters with my friends. Yeah. And my mom was like, uh, you can't see it because she's a librarian. And some dude came into the library, a grown man, and was yeah. like, I can't shower alone anymore because like this movie fucked me up. And this is when they still thought it was like found footage. Yeah. Uh, but she's like, you cannot see this movie because this man said this. This grown man was this terrified man. Yeah. And then I remember what ended up happening is like, I didn't see it in the theaters with my friend because my mom wouldn't let it happen. And I guess I like f- listened to her uh, this particular uh-huh. time. Maybe I was like shook, but then I watched it at a like a slumber party, like with a bunch of girls in the pitch black darkness. <laughs> and it was like worse <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> probably than seeing it in a movie theater. Totally. Where, like, oh shit. Because... You are having that collective energy of all of those girls in the dark. Oh, yeah. A bunch of hormonal young women trying to, like, be alpha. Probably scared the shit out of each other, like, the rest of the night on purpose. Like, jumping out behind walls and shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's, like, that's the last time. But it's, like, they've obviously, like, popped up where, like, something will be scarier than I thought. Or something like my brother told me that I could handle this is the dude that like he traumatized me with Beetlejuice as a child Uh and then as an adult when American Horror Story came out he's like you'll love it Uh watch it I watched the first episode of the first season and like nearly shit myself I was so (laughs) fucking terrified And I, like, wasn't even, I watched the first five minutes, like, with my hand in front of my face, like, only watching, like, indirectly. Yeah. 
And it still fucked me up. I think I used to watch everything as a film rather than a horror film. Okay. Well, like, like I'm recalling like my 13 year old experience, which was like my stepdad literally dropped me off at um, sorry, hold on. My stepdad dropped me off at the movie theater and I went up by myself and bought a ticket for the original pet cemetery and went and saw it by myself. And I was very fascinated by it. And I don't know if I was fast. I, I wasn't fascinated by it as a horror movie. It didn't scare me necessarily. I loved the scary imagery of it. Um, and I thought that it was really well made directed by Mary Lambert, as a matter of fact, who also directed the Madonna like a prayer video. Yeah, I can like sometimes I wish I didn't have this like lingering effects of it because I know a lot of it. Like I won't watch. I watched the uh, original Suspiria, but it's been so long. It's like and I wouldn't watch the new one because I was just like. Yeah. I know I'm going to be terrified. It's like I won't watch yeah. Midsummer because I just like know like the wreckage yeah. is going to yeah. be so extreme. Right. But it's like and I know it from experience. It's like I remember I saw The Exorcist in theaters because they like did some kind of re-release. I was also in high school then. Yeah. And I went and watched it. And the communal experience almost like took the heat out of it a little bit for me. Yeah. But then when I was alone in the dark, I've always been scared of the dark is another problem. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then when I was like alone in the dark, it's like all that imagery is like just plays behind my eyelids to like such an extreme that it's like I get wrecked. Man. My mom's like this too. She's like way worse than me, but maybe that's part of it. Yeah. I don't know. You've I wanted to be tougher it. than that. I don't think it's a question of being tough. <laughs> I think, but it's that, like, like I'd like to be able to watch things and appreciate them, and like not. Yeah. Uh, I mean, then there's the people who are also like, um, Halloween is 365 days a year, uh, days, <laughs> you know, and it's like the, the people who like live Halloween, like all the time and are like into horror movies and obsessed with horror movies. And it's like, yeah, that's boring to me. You know? I wonder like, if they fall into the camp of like, so like based on this, these studies or whatever, the scientific explanation in a way it's like, is it that they're testing their will? So like the more extreme, the better. Like, is that like, I don't think so. Part of it I don't, for them? that's the thing is that like, I don't think that they're thinking of it that way. You know, I think that they're thinking of horror films are like, they're dark. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a dark person. Therefore, I only watch dark things, you know, like, yeah, there's a tough. sort of like goth sort of association, you know, to like, this whole watching i don't know i like i like horror movies to be more of an event but i also like everything to be a little bit more special you know like i try to make movie 
watching experiences yeah like a little bit more intended you know um Mm -hmm. so i don't know i don't i don't like the idea of halloween being every day of the year and as a matter of fact that attitude and that presentation in my social media feed or whatever like just because i do happen to like horror films like it it makes halloween boring to me it makes yeah you know and like uh michael myers used to be like my number one most horrifying thing in the world like i used to be terrified of michael myers like i saw he's pretty scary I saw Halloween H2O in the theater, which came out in like 1998 and got dropped off at my house and uh, nobody was home. And I was fucking scared because it was like it was like getting dark and I got totally freaked out. But now I don't give a shit about Michael Myers because Michael Myers is everywhere. Like, Michael Myers isn't the boogeyman anymore. Michael Myers is, like, a cereal box character. Yeah. Because it's, like, so, like, the market is so oversaturated with, like, horror this, horror that. You know? It's kind of, like, this isn't really doing it for me. Yeah. You gotta, like... I don't know. It's it's Dig a little deeper for interesting horror now. Because, like, I'm not actually, so, like, the murdery stuff, it's, like, I listen to plenty of, like, true crime, you know? Right. I'll watch, mm-hmm. like, almost any true crime documentary series. And, yeah. like, for the most part, I can sleep afterwards. It's, like, I don't like to hear them speak. If they're speaking, I'm, like, I'm not in, Yeah. you know? Like, the serial killers or whatever. Oh, okay. But, like, a lot of shit, like, I watched that, like, um, I'll Be Gone in the Dark show and it fucked me up a little bit but it didn't like wreck me it really is like the power of filmmaking that kind of and documentary film obviously isn't using the same tricks though like some of you know they're sound designing to an extent that like there is suspense or whatever unless you're watching like 80s unsolved mysteries with fantastic yeah, fuck unsolved mysteries i don't like that and actually this episode my dad watched a lot of uh twilight zone and uh-huh. this or and this uh did i call it an episode this movie carnival of souls felt twilight zoney to me yeah and i would always be freaked out by the twilight zone but i was also like captivated yeah of course and it seemed to be showing something about humanity always no matter how like right you know absurdist the premise was right and it is like i'm not scared to die actually and like i was like it's weird that i had this fear of horror movies for so long because like when i was a little kid i used to tell and i don't know if i was just like testing out a persona or what but like i would tell people that i was certain that i was gonna the way that I was going to die was by being murdered. <laughs> I think everybody has one like, of I'm those just, moments. I feel like I was just like, I'm like literally not well, I didn't, but... scared of death now yeah. as an adult. 
for whatever reason. Like, I'm just like, take me. If yeah. it's my, you know, if this is it, then this is it. What are you going to do? I would, uh, I would like to win the opportunity to be killed in a horror movie. That would be fun. To what? To be murdered in a ho- in a in a horror movie. Oh, like a snuff film, kind of. No, <laughs> no. Well, that's no. like uh, like if Michael, well, if <laughs> as boring as I think Michael Myers is now, like if somebody's like, "Hey, you want to be killed by Michael Myers in the next movie?" Well, that would be a snuff film. Well, I don't want to be really killed. I just want to be killed for the movie. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying, (laughs) like, you're willing to sacrifice a human sacrifice. No, no, no. If you had to die, what way would you die? If I had to die? If if I were going to be murdered? Well, I don't don't know. know. I don't don't know. I guess I don't really think about that. I just think about it happening on screen. I've never thought about it either, but yeah. it was in Carnival of Souls when she like just was sort of there, but not there. That was pretty terrifying. In the department but store. But then I also thought, yeah. And then later yeah. she is on a bus and all the ghouls, then there's more ghouls. Yeah. And they're all on the bus, but it's like, and then she always snaps out of it. And then, right. you know. Should we spoil the end from a nineteen sixty two movie? Sure. Well, I feel like maybe this would be like a great Halloween watch. People should watch it. Yeah, watch it. But it's like we, we won't there's spoil a lot it. of like what is reality, right? But the constant is that there's this ghoul that keeps popping up, and sometimes she thinks it's different people. It was made in sixty two. Scary. Yeah, sixty two. Oh, that's I was like, like right the Twilight after Zone. Psycho. Yeah, so it's like. It's right around Psycho. It's uh, the Twilight Zone was in full swing at this point. Right. You can see the influences for sure. Yeah. And then I looked up. uh, So like last year for Halloween for like Monday Night Movie on my Instagram, I did Orpheus. Because that's about as scary as I can handle. And it's not scary. It's not scary. It's just like trippy and it's about death and like the other side um, and that was in 1960, but I looked that up because, or I like recalled it, like went back through my notes or whatever, because it has some elements of that, like mm-hmm. reality, non-reality. Right. Um, and almost like this purgatory vibe in both. Right. I have been watching quite a few horror films. Oh, God. What else? Well, I watched Wrong Turn. And then I also... Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge, which has been sort of deemed the gay Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh. Um, I watched... I rewatched Candyman, which Ugh. I really, really, really liked um this time around i saw that in the theater when it came out when i was like 17 but i feel like this parts of it yeah it's really good um uh definitely like approaches race and racism in a very interesting way 
and in a way mm. that nobody was really even thinking about in 1992 or they were not saying it in film or especially a horror film uh, I yeah. watched a really terrible um, Australian horror film called Cut which had Kylie Minogue in it for like three seconds and then oh. Molly Ringwald um, oh. and then I watched Demons 2 nope just regular Demons Demons or Demoni in Italian Possessed movie theater basically the film the film makes shit happen in the movie theater which is the same with cut like i I watched i did a double feature with my friend um cut is a movie about basically the movie that they're trying to make is making things happen in real life and that's the same thing with demons um, okay. What else did I watch? Watched a lot. Oh, I watched the I Damn. I I watched uh I watched the 2018 Halloween. Snooze. Oh, there's a new Halloween out too, right? Yeah, Halloween Kills. Yeah. I'm like there's yeah. a Real Housewife in it, so that's I keep hearing about it. Yeah, yeah. She she was in the original Halloween. Yeah, she was eight. That's right, Kyle. That's crazy, Kyle Richards. Mm-hmm. I want to see it because I think that's interesting. Yeah, people said she is good in it, but it's not a great yeah. movie or something like that. Oh no, I'm sure it's terrible. But I still do want to see yeah. it. Yeah, I will subject I like myself it- to a lot. There were, A24 did some horror movie that I think I sent you. I don't know how horror-y it was. It was like, I feel like this young woman goes to a house and the house is like, there's a woman there and like weird shit's happening, which uh-huh. sometimes I can handle that. Uh, but I was still a little scared, so I didn't touch it. Right. But I'll watch like uh, Cat People. I love that's cat a horror people. movie I can handle and enjoy very much, or like a Nosferatu. Yeah, I can handle that. Yeah, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Is uh-huh. that wait? <laughs> Does that count? The 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 movie, the original the sh- movie, the show. Oh. Well, yeah, I mean, I like the original movie, but I love that show. Uh-huh. And but sometimes it used to be like one of my fall asleep shows, oh. and so. Sometimes I would wake up and I would be like legit freaked out. Like, you know, I'm a a single woman living alone. Like, I don't know. There's some shit that could be scary even. And I like literally live in like my basement. Yeah. Very dark. Uh And that's where I sleep. And yeah. And when it's morning, I'm sure you do not know. You really do not know. And um, I'm never like I that it doesn't have bad energy but uh you know it's like there's only one way out of there and so right. if someone was like coming at you you'd have very few options ooh yeah right see that's that's like where my mind goes to those the movies like that that scream invented you know 
where it's like yeah the 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 victims fight back oh i mean i have a baseball bat yeah see there you go <laughs> you know you you just got to figure out if like you have like Adam. do you have do you have do you have final girl abilities or are I, you you know are i think you i destined? could be pretty scrappy yeah when it came down to it mm-hmm. whether i would have the will you know it's like i don't know <laughs> you think you'd just give up well in some of these scenarios it's like if it was like the zombie apocalypse like that's horror too right does that count oh yeah uh of course uh, people eating people yeah i'm like just take me i'm done i don't yeah that's the thing like i think about that too like it, you i i feel like i've thought about and maybe everybody has thought about like zombie apocalypse like what would you do in the zombie apocalypse yeah um and i mean let's be honest anybody who has seen a zombie movie fucking thought about zombie movies while they were in lockdown you know oh, they sure. did yeah and yeah. that's like one of the things that like amped up the 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 terror of it is that like we have get, been given examples of like what the end of the world looks like and what you might have to do to survive you know so yeah it's and like, i'm not willing to do that much i'm not willing to give up that much comfort I'm only willing to do it if it's going to be on the big screen later. If it's what? Going to be on the big screen later. Oh, <laughs> sure. Yeah. My my snuff exit. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Full circle. Um, yep. There was that uh, I thought about when we were, you know, what movies, what scary movies I have watched despite mm-hmm. not really being able to handle them. And there was uh, that Night of the Living Dead, like, overdubbed movie that went around. Did you see this? It's, like, no. funny. No. So it's the same movie. Uh-huh. It's Night of the Living Dead. But then it's, like, redubbed. Okay. And I feel like every punk, like dude when i was in high school like any punk house dirty ass punk house you went it into uh-huh this is like the movie they had and would like ult- like end up on somehow and it's like the original black silly. and white yeah the original black and white but then oh. it's just like redubbed so it's like funny i don't We're, like, know how ridiculous. i feel about that you should maybe I have, just like take I a have, gander. Okay. I just have a lot of respect for Night of the Living Dead. Oh, sure. Yeah. I just well, think it's a really this is nice disrespectful. Little... But I'm sure they loved it, whoever did this. Yeah. So it's just like, it takes the edge off because it's like zombies being like, oh okay. boy, like. I see what you're Ugh. saying. Yeah, you giving know? them goofy cartoon voices. It's not even, like, so much... Yeah, they just, like, say things that you wouldn't expect them to say. Right. I remember it being funny, but literally haven't seen it since I was, like, 17 or 18. Right. I've seen Night of the Living Dead so many times. For how often it came on. 
Oh yeah. It's always on. Can't yeah. escape Night of the Living Dead. Well, this copy, for some oh. reason it like really hit with this oh, like okay. certain segment. It circulated like a lot around. Dudes. It circulated circulated in, in your world a lot. Yes. Phoenix. Two thousand six. Oh. Or okay. no, two thousand two. Okay. Uh and like specifically like punk dudes with dirty homes, I would say. <laughs> okay. Like that were drinking like uh, Un- unkempt homes. Miller Lite only. Yeah. Oh, that's the champagne beer. Sure. <laughs> I used to drink that. Yeah. I liked like, it, but maybe in a forty bottle, which is just unnecessary. Oh, not it's me. It's so I'm more, warm. I'm more dainty. I even when I drank, I would get a forty. Uh-huh. And I would drink it out of a cup. I would pour oh. it into a cup and drink it out of a cup. Because <laughs> it put gets the rest? so warm. Oh, so you would put you'd jam it back in the fridge. Yeah. Okay. That's smart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who wants so warm what other horror malt movies? Liquor? Oh sure. Uh, what other, other horror, horror movies? movies should we recommend for the season besides Carnival of Souls, which is excellent? Well, on my pile, I have a pile. I have a stack. Um, I've got Haxen, which is a silent film. Oh. Uh, and then I also have Carl Theodore Dreyer's follow-up to Joan of Arc, which is oh, Vampire. Vampire? Uh-huh. Yeah, I would like so to So I don't that. know if How I can scary I'm, is I'm it? sure I could recommend those movies even though I haven't seen them. I want to see that. Yeah. I wonder how scary it is. I bet it's not that scary. Well, yeah. But you know. And also know. we did Page of Madness, which is, you know, called a horror movie. That's right. And, and if you want that. to, yeah, and then Arsenal, it's the horror of war. Arsenal is pretty fucked up. Yeah, it's not a horror movie. It's it's too much. No, but it is a. It's more than a horror movie. <laughs> like, you know, that one yeah. made me feel some type of way. And like, even going back through the stills, uh-huh. the like woman standing there, yeah, that shit is eerie as fuck. Oh yeah. So this is what I'm gonna say is that if you have an annual tradition of watching the same old shit every year i would say pick one that is just way outside of the box Mm. you know go way back or go super weird just root around yeah find find something new as much as i like can't partake and think some of the cheesy stuff is just like super not for me yeah like the shit that is attempted and, you know, successful in horror movies from a filmmaking perspective is pretty fucking incredible. Like, there's a lot of shit that happens there creatively that's super interesting. You mean horror film-wise? Yeah. What did I yeah. say? Uh, oh, yeah. No, I'm just, I just wasn't sure if you were speaking generally. Oh, to clarify. Or... Yeah. No, no, no. Like, I... 
even though I can't really fuck with it that much. Oh, yeah. And some of it I, like, right. roll my eyes at. It right. still is like, holy shit. Oh, like, you know what? People should watch Cat People. People should fucking watch Cat People. That movie is so good. Yeah. And, and if really, you're a weenie. And we're talking about the do, one from the 1940s. It's their one. What year? Let me look. Well, there's one from the 80s. Oh, yeah. They'll, I haven't seen that one. I've only seen the old one, whichever is the original. Yeah. 1942. Yeah. That that movie. Okay. So that's another that's another low budget experience. Okay. So Val Luton, who is a producer, was given... Um, was signed to a contract for like seven films or something like that. And they said, the studio said, I don't remember who, but the studio said, make us some B pictures, make us some, you know, like we want to, we want to roll off of this like universal horror thing with Frankenstein, Dracula, blah, 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 blah. And what they did was instead of them coming up with a concept for a movie, they came up with titles for movies and said, oh. make a movie called Cat People or make a movie <laughs> called I Walked with a Zombie. Um, oh, my God. And instead of making these schlocky-ass schlock schlocks, <laughs> he produced these incredibly gorgeous films and cat people is the most notable one but um there's also one called the seventh seal i think is the title of it oh that's also really amazing probably but uh just i don't know that one's about a cult okay yeah and uh I walked with a zombie is about voodoo. Um, just cool. I don't know. Just did a real bang up job. Like it's like that's how you know somebody is really dedicated to the craft and really an artist. And this is from a production standpoint. Like he organized this. He wasn't the director of these films, but he grabbed those directors and said, "I know that you can do this." So he was responsible for making these out of the castle and into the real world. So it's like you're not ha- we're not haunting the castle anymore where nobody lives. We're actually just putting this in the real world where you do live, which makes it uh, scarier, yeah. which is what cat people is. You know, it's totally. one of the first it's one of the first horror films that that took it outside of some sort of fantasy realm and put it on like the street. Oh yeah. And like iconic shots on the street that like you'll, once you see them, it's like the first time these movements were made for film, like camera movements. Yeah. And now you see them in like everything. Yeah. Crazy. It's like the, it's like the, the, tracking shots in um sunrise right and it's like in cat people they were just figuring out how to create suspense right without actually showing anything totally using a lot of sound effects and it's and what they didn't show you 
Right. And it's like also like apparently the first uh jump scare where you're mm. expecting you're 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 sort of like focused in one direction and something jumps out at you in another direction. Oh yeah. But it's not something that is uh it's not something that's dangerous. It's like one of those things where you're like, right. oh god, yeah, it was just Yeah. It was just a normal thing, yeah. but it but it scares you because, you know, you weren't expecting it. Right. So which we saw in Carnival of Souls too. Yeah. So I think the recommendations are Carnival of Souls and Cat People. Yeah, maybe watch Cat People first and then Carnival of Souls. Yeah. Cool. And then maybe, feature. you know, maybe watch a Cronenberg movie for some body horror. Yeah, that shit fucks me up too. Yeah, watch something real gross. <laughs> real gross. Watch Jeff Goldblum turn into a fly. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, well buzz, I think buzz. that's it. And yeah. you're Paul. Yeah. And you're at you don't want to go in there. Mm-hmm. You're Caroline. <laughs> and you're at womanhood. Yep. And we're at release underscore pod and www.release.pictures. Yeah. And we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, don't eat any poison candy. Hell no. All right, bye. Happy Halloween.